Welcome to the 1000 Hours Outside podcast. My name is Ginny Yurich. I am the founder of 1000 Hours Outside. And I am here today with the co-founder of a company that we have loved for a very, very long time. Vanessa Quigley is the co-founder of Chatbooks, co-founder with her husband, correct? (laughs) Yes, yes. That's a really fun thing. Welcome. Well, thanks for having me. And thanks for being such loyal, amazing chatbookers all of these years. Yeah, we love our chatbooks. I have my little um, collection of them right here. There's your series. Yes. And we love them. The kids, it is one of their favorite things to grab their chatbooks and... One of my favorite things is to pick the cover photo, but they love to grab their chat books. And these are the things they remember the most, the things that we have pictures of. They constantly say, oh, that's in my chat book. Oh, that's in my chat book. And so because we talk about spending time outside and creating memories, we are just thrilled to have you on to talk about ways to preserve memories and the importance of preserving and printing the photos that we take in a digital world. So you are an entrepreneur. (laughs) Am I? (laughs) A bit of, uh, yeah, 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 yes, of course. I kind of fell into (laughs) this. It was not, I don't think it was necessarily my life's calling. My husband always wanted to be an entrepreneur and build businesses and products that people could hold on to. Um, I wanted to be a singer and a performer. Oh, oh. um, and a mother. I I, I did. For us? (laughs) You know what? Today is actually World Opera Day. I have been... (laughs) Give us something. Feeling the anchoring. Even if it's short, just something. <laughs> something? I know um, it's the first, early the where first you're aria at. I ever learned is from La Boheme. Quando me ne vuoi, quando me ne vuoi, soletta per la via. It's a little hint. A little hint. <laughs> Vanessa, how did you whip that out? It's like eight in the morning. I know. Oh, I don't know. What I don't a beautiful know. voice. Did you sing to your oh, kids? Oh, did you sing yes. to your kids all the time? I did. Do they and sing? I, Is this something that runs in the family? You know what? They do all sing. None of them like me. They, my, my, I have a son who's the lead singer and guitarist and songwriter for a band called Afternoon All Night. My daughter, okay. Lakin, is a singer-songwriter. She... Just dropped a new single last night, Lakin Lampson on Spotify. My other daughter, she's music theater. Uh, yeah, all of my wow. kids, they're very musical. Um, they kind of tease me a little bit about my operatic song styling. <laughs> but no, it's all good. Music is a big part of our family, and mm-hmm. I'm really grateful. You have seven kids. Yes. Seven kids talking about what some of them are doing. Can you tell us about your family? And yeah, tell us how you fell into being an entrepreneur. Okay, I I have seven kids. My oldest is 20. Oh my goodness. He is 27. Wow. Um, and my youngest is 14. Um, I'm the oldest of 12. And I loved being part of a big family. I, I kind of thought that six kids was the sweet spot. I was aiming for six and we got a little bonus in baby Declan. Um, but yeah, I, I love music. I wanted to be a professional opera singer, but I had my first baby before I graduated from college. And so my my path pivoted a little bit and I focused on motherhood and performing where I could in local opera and theater companies. My husband is the diehard entrepreneur, but about 10 years ago, our our focus on our family and desire to build a business that would help strengthen families led to starting chapbooks. And we've been at it for the last 10 years. I've learned so much has been the greatest learning curve of my life um, and such a huge opportunity to be able to create a business that would help um, not only strengthen our own families, but others. And I loved how you talked about how your chapbooks have, your kids love to reminisce on those photos because there's something about a photo that anchors a memory. And mm-hmm. and so I know we've got those same those same things. And when I think back about my own childhood, like I don't have as many photos in my childhood. I'm 50 years old. My parents didn't have an iPhone to be able to take, you know, 50 photos a day or whatever. Right. Um, so there are fewer photos. And as I'm getting older, some of my memories, they're harder to recall, but those that are connected to a photo, they're locked in. Wow. Isn't that incredible? I think the same way my mom was really good about they printed and then she also would write on the back of each photo what it Mm. was, who's in it, what was the date before the dates were there. Then there was a period of time where the date automatically came up like in the bottom corner. Uh But before that, she always dated them. And it was important to her to be 
to be responsible. I don't know. That's the wrong word because it's like too big of a word. But no, but she, she was systematic. She was systematic with. Yeah. And I think responsible, it is a big responsibility. And I really took that seriously when we had our first baby, because my mom also, she was very good at documenting, photographing. She's an artist. And so she would create beautiful scrapbooks that I loved. They were like absolute treasures. Even with 12 kids, huh, Vanessa? Well, you know, I'm the oldest, so I have a scrapbook. (laughs) There are more (laughs) scrapbooks my childhood. My youngest brother, he he doesn't really have any because, you know, (laughs) hard to keep up with that kind of stuff. But, but to uh, your point, though, I think that is a need that Chatbook solves is that whether you have 12 kids or you have two kids or you have one kid or whatever your situation is, we're all busy and our lives tend to fill in. And so a lot of times it's hard to find the time to create a special book of memories for our children. And so that's a need. You know, your mom probably would have been a Chatbooks user. Well, I, I would like to think so, although she can barely figure out how to work her iPhone. <laughs> and chatbooks is most all done through the app. Um, but no, the idea is giving us what we really want without all of the friction, right? Ooh. And so that's that's thinking about my life as a busy mother and our customers who are all busy parents, uh, making it super easy to hold on to those moments of our life that create our story and make it easier to reminisce and reflect on it and build our family narrative. Mm -hmm. Our world is changing rapidly. And so Mm -hmm. I love talking about entrepreneurship on this podcast because play is one of the things that helps kids to be adaptable and flexible so that they can career pivot and they can change with the times. So I love to know a little bit of the nitty gritty. How did you start it? What was the impetus? I know you talk about that a little bit on your website, you know, something with your son and 10 years, you have over 150 employees. What does that path look like from a high view? Yeah. Okay. Well, Let's see, my youngest was getting ready to go to kindergarten and I had been fantasizing about that day for a long time to have my days to myself. And I had thought about going back to school and getting my master's in music. Um, I thought about becoming a yoga instructor. Um, I was Aww, just really looking forward dreaming. to being able to focus on you know what what I wanted to do and starting a business was not in my mind at all. Mm-hmm. But I had this experience with my son where he is just the hot, happiest, jolliest, most exuberant kid on earth. And when I heard him bawling his eyes out, I knew something was terribly wrong. So I ran upstairs to see what was what was going on. And he was laying in his bed, sobbing and clutching to his chest, a little photo book that his preschool teacher had made for preschool graduation. She had taken photos throughout the year of their parties and field trips and activities and just printed them off at Walgreens, dropped them in a little dollar store album. Not much, but an absolute treasure for him. And he was holding that to his chest and he told me that he never wanted to grow up. And it was adorable because here's this little five-year-old getting all teary-eyed, reminiscing on his little life so far. And I thought it was cute, but I immediately felt huge waves of guilt that I had not done a better job of helping him hold on to the rest of his story. Mm-hmm. You know, as the youngest of seven kids, we'd moved around a lot. He had many adventures mm-hmm. that he was unable to reflect on because they were all trapped in my phone. And I was constantly trying to take my phone away from him, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're trying to manage. Yeah, that's a good point. Sure. Yeah. And that's all of our memories were stuck on our on my, on my phone and my computer. So all he had to look back on was this little photo book. And I just started brainstorming like, oh, I know I'm never going to scrapbook again. Like that mm-hmm. era has passed for me. I don't have time. I don't have the energy for it. And I realized that I have been documenting our story on Instagram basically his whole life. We've moved around a lot and I'm terrible at calling and keeping in touch with people. But it was so easy on social media, just post little snapshots right. of what our family was doing with a little caption. And I know I would catch myself scrolling back through that Sometimes I just reminiscing on my own. um, And I just thought if I could get all of that work that I'm already doing automatically put in a book, this kid would have more to look on. Like I I would eliminate, eliminate all that mom guilt. Um, And so that little idea sparked um, chat books. And in in the very beginning, our business was basically um, like an API plug in your chat, your Instagram account. If you've been using Instagram to Mm -hmm. share. And we would automatically print everything in a series of books. Yeah. Um, and over the years, you know, I've definitely changed the way I use Instagram, as many families mm-hmm. have. 
And so we now, most of the photos we print come from people's camera rolls, straight from their camera rolls. Right. We have month books. Every month you can pick 30 photos from your camera roll to, to print Aww. in your books. And it's been, not only does it leave the mom guilt that I was feeling, but I've seen again and again and again, the magic that happens when kids can you know, look at pictures of themselves yeah. and re remind themselves of, and not only the adventures and the vacations and all of the, like the big things that we tend to pull our cameras out for, but the little in between yeah. magical moments of daily life. Yeah. And together, parents and children looking back on these photos, telling their stories, filling in the details of the stories, pulling out lessons that we learn from all of the experiences of our life. Mm -hmm. It's just so strengthening. And it's just been a privilege to accidentally fall into this wow, like wow. experience that I had that I knew millions of other families mm -hmm. were having and create a solution yeah. that, you know, will strengthen families yeah. and 10 years, 150 go. employees later and iterations. Like you said, things have changed. We do use Instagram differently. And I have a couple experiences with photos. Well, when I was growing up, I had photos all over my bedroom wall. Love it. And I was at a friend's house within the past couple of years. I was at her, a friend's mom's house. So uh, the grandma and the grandma had a big wicker basket in sort of like the main sitting area filled with printed photos. And it was just a gathering spot. All the grandkids Aww. would come and they're sitting around, they're pulling out the photos. So it's such a thing that it really made me notice it brings people together. And then I had a friend tell me, and I have no research to back this, but we can talk about research in a minute because you guys have done some. But she said that kids who have access to printed photos, that there's printed photos up in the house, it improves their self-esteem. And oh, that makes a lot of sense because they're seen and they have these anchor points. So you, with HP, you did a fair amount of research, over 15,000 people. Can you tell us some of the things that you found? Yeah, HP is our print partner. We All of our books are printed on HP products and they have a big audience. We had a big audience. Uh, it, the idea to do this research project stemmed out of like wanting real data to back up the thing that I already knew that you just explained that looking at photos strengthened my family growing up, strengthened our family, our little family, Quigley family. Um, and I want to know, is this just like something that I, I sense or is it... Is it a bigger phenomenon? And the, and the fact is that out of the 15,000 families that we researched and um, and studied, like 98% of them say that they feel stronger, they feel more connected, they feel closer to each other. Parents feel like they're doing a better job when they yeah. look at printed photos. And, and, and I have to say, it's not just looking at printed photos, like sitting with a photo book and flipping through it alone like that there is benefit there but it's really the conversations that we have and as you described at your friend's house the gathering around the photos i'm there was a lot of conversation right as people right. share the memories behind right. that and how they felt and what they learned from those from those um, moments it's really the conversations where the real magic happens and and the psychologists that we were working with on the study they pointed out that these kinds of conversations are called um, elaborative reminiscing conversations where mm. together children or parents and child elaborate on their memories and those kinds of conversations are tied to all kinds of positive outcomes there's wow. like lots and lots of research out there that tie these kinds of conversations to things like lower sense of um, stress and anxiety higher self-esteem big better problem solving wow um like everything that you for you and your family, yes. Yeah, strengthens cognitive learning because they're learning how to reflect and that's part of critical thinking. I mean, yes. who would have thought? But you know what I tell you what? I feel like life is constantly pulling us back to the simple. Yeah. You know, we're trying to like teach our kids cognitive learning and all these things. And it's like, no, talk about your photos. Print your photos, yeah. sit around the table, sit around, you know, the living room and talk about them, that there are benefits here for all of us. I really was drawn to this concept of printed photos remind parents that they are good parents. And I knew someone once, you know, people say like these little things and they stand out forever. 
someone who said she was a grandma and she said, I felt like my kids had graduated and I just felt like I didn't do a good job. I felt like I wasn't a good mom. She said, and then I was able to look back and watch some old videos and she said, it totally changed my whole perspective. She said, I was a good mom and seeing how I was relating with my kids. And I have felt over the years for me with the chat books and the photos is that on a day-to-day basis, I think so many of us are really struggling. We're underwater, we're scrambling, we're frazzled. And for me, at the end of the day, I'd flip back through a couple photos and just it would give a sense of peace and calming and reassurance. Yeah, You know, there were some really good parts. There were some redeemable parts of this day that felt frazzled. And so let's talk about that for a little bit. What printed photos do for the parent? Yeah, well, one part of it is that it, for me, it was this nagging thing in the back of my head that like, I knew it was really important to hold on to our family stories and document our lives together. And I was really good at that as a young mom in the 90s and scrapbooking with one baby, even with mm-hmm. two and three babies. By the time I had my fourth baby, I, I never scrapbooked again. Like it just, it wasn't viable for me. And so I had this guilt that I wasn't doing that. And right. so by you know, creating an easy way to print your photos. It, it takes away that like job to be done, right? Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm doing at least I'm- Yeah, I'm at least I'm doing one out. thing. <laughs> yes, but that ex- what you described about um, your friend's experience watching videos and feeling like, oh, I did do a good job. Like I've had that same feeling in watching home. There's something about a home video actually when you see yourself in action, like mm-hmm. really, truly, oh. that is so humbling. Um, but also that same thing happens when you look back through photos. And that's why I would sit in bed and scroll back through my Instagram. Right. I'm really looking for like validation, right. like, okay, <laughs> we might have our hard times, but we had some really good times too, because I think that feeling like we're doing a bad job, like for some reason that just creeps in to our brains. Um, and sometimes I feel like our family's falling apart. Like I right now with mm. the older kids and teenagers, I don't have that same control that I did yeah. when my younger and so so many things are out of my control and it is unsettling um there was this analogy that my husband once shared when my kids were all younger and we were trying to talk to them about you know the things that are going to bind us together and keep us strong and he he showed them a toothpick and he's like look at this little toothpick like look what happens when i put some stress on it and i bend it and bend it and then it broke Mm-hmm. He's like, look, that was, you guys want to try it? And he passed him around and everyone, yeah. you know, easy, easy yeah. to break a toothpick actually. But when we bundle them all together, you know, wow. let's take nine of them, seven kids, mom and dad, now try breaking them. Mm-hmm. There was something that made it impossible. Like they were together, mm-hmm. we were stronger. And so there is that, that like thought has kept like spinning around in my head, like, how can I keep my family together? How, what are those things that are going to strengthen us, that are going to bind mm-hmm. us together? And it is our family stories. I know as wow. one of 12 kids, um, that's a lot of people <laughs> try to bind together. And yeah. there were these stories of my parents' lives and their parents' lives and the stories that were being created in real time in oh, my house. Oh, wow. That the retelling of them there was strength in that. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that are hard, even the stories of like the things gone wrong, actually those kind of make the best stories, yeah. <laughs> actually. Um, so I find that it's easier to tell those stories when you have a photo. It's not, you don't always have a photo for everything. In fact, just we were um, on a little family vacation with our family. We were in the pool at the Airbnb we were staying at and my kids were like, I think impressed that I was swimming with them. <laughs> and I was like, actually, <laughs> Have no memories of my mom ever swimming with us so okay i felt really good about myself like i'm doing something good here and they were like mom tell us tell us stories about your childhood and for a second my mind just blanked just because it's like you know when you were put on the spot mm-hmm. like that but instantly it brought back memories of being in the pool when when i was a kid and i was like oh you know what we had a pool in my backyard growing up in florida and my friends and my sisters and I, we used to play mermaids and we'd always go to the diving board to birth our mermaid babies. And they were like, what? And I'm just like, all of a sudden, all this stuff is coming back to me. I don't have a photo of the mermaid, mm-hmm. you know, babies in the pool. Um, but that, I love that that's, 
that story popped up into my mind and I had the thought, I got to write this down because I don't want to lose it. Mm -hmm. And as I think about my family going forward in the moments, it's so easy right now. We have our camera with us at all times, right? right. With our phones. Right. And I know there's a lot of people talking about, well, no, live in the present. You don't need to document everything. But I don't think that's true. I think it's so easy to document right now that every, it's those little random things mm -hmm. that are going to mean the most to you. And those are the things that you're going to forget so easily if you don't right. have that photo to anchor it in you. So, so my tip is for families now, like photograph everything. Like mm -hmm. if you think, oh, that's cute or oh, that's wonderful or oh, that makes me feel happy. Or even if it's like, oh my gosh, that drives me crazy. Like why do they always- Yes, we do, that. we do that sometimes like, too. Take a picture uh, yeah. of it. Yeah. First of all, way to text to your family and be like, um, excuse me, you forgot to put your laundry away. Um, but those like everyday moments, that's gonna be like part, part of the richest part of our stories when we look back on it. Right. And, you know, what it felt like to live in a home with a, with a house full of kids and sure, sure. All of the, the chaos that comes with it. But mm -hmm. I have been looking for simple ways to form healthy habits and get the nutrients my body needs when my immune system feels unsupported. And that's why I decided to give AG1 a try. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics and more, but it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. And it makes me feel nourished and ready to face the day. As a parent, longevity is on my mind more than ever before. I wanna make sure I'm taking really good care of myself so I can continue to show up for the moments that matter with my kids. Every day, AG1 helps me build long-term health with daily nutrients that support brain, gut, and immune health. All it takes is one scoop a day, and I'm setting myself up for the long run. AG1 is a supplement I trust, to provide the support my body needs daily. And that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash 1000. That's drinkag1.com slash one zero zero zero. Check it out. Eating better is easy with Factors delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over thirty five different options to choose from every week, including calorie smart, protein plus, and keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So get started today and get after your goals. Some of the things we love about Factor are their two-minute meals. You can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Our kids love the pancakes, smoothies, and more. And there's a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, including midday bites. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And remember to sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com/outside50 and use code outside50 to get 50% off. That's code outside50 at factormeals.com slash outside 50 to get 50% off. Well, you have this uh, really cool graphic about photos you should be taking every month. And it's all of the simple things. Everyone piled into the car, sleepy kids, artwork, learning something new and time with older relatives. And so I love those prompts that you give, which is it doesn't have to be the big splashy vacation. Grab a little bit of the everyday. And actually I had um, someone gave me recently photos of my dad. They're black and white. His mom had been born and raised on a farm. And so someone had found these old photos of him as a kid holding cats and kids. There was always barn cats. And I'm like, this is our life now. We have these cats and our kids love them. So it was such a, it's an anchor. And then this sort of weaving through of generations of stories yes. and you can see your past in them and, and also then wonder about your future, which you talk about, well, 
future rediscoveries. Mm -hmm. That was one of the things that I had read that you you guys talk about is that, and that's sort of what it was. It was this, well, for me, it was an initial discovery, but for my dad, it was a rediscovery of this photo from childhood with these cats and that you have a gift now, you have this photo to look at, but later on, like you said, you're scrolling back through, you have this gift of a rediscovery. Yeah. And when, when I look back through the photos of my childhood, it's those ones of those everyday moments. Like there's a picture of me sleeping in my bed. My mom took a picture and I love that picture because I can see what my bed looked like in my favorite blankie Aww. and the wallpaper in the room that I actually remember laying in bed and staring at. Um, wow. It's you the mentioned details. Yes, it is those details. And there are things that I wish I had photos of of my childhood. I had a horse that I loved and I rode every single day after school. Mm. You'd think there'd be a photo of that, but none because I didn't have a camera. I wasn't right. taking a picture. Riding my horse was like something that I did on my own. Um, I wish I had wow. a photo of Matus. He was, he was a gem. Um, but you mentioned something about how like that photo of your, was it your grand, grandpa? It was or my your, dad from his childhood on the farm, on the farm that his mom had been born and raised at. Yeah. So it, those photos are even more rare to get our hands mm -hmm. on, but they're so important because it connects our kids today with past generations. And there was this really fascinating study done at Emory University. Um, Dr. Duke and Dr. Fivish were psychologists there who were wanting to study how families can be strengthened to weather the storms of life, mm -hmm. right? And they created this scale. It was called the Duke scale. Um, it was questions that they asked families to see what they knew about their past, what they knew about their family history. Mm. And they questions like, um, where did your mom go to school? And what did your dad you know, what did he study in college? Or, you know, what was your grandma's favorite flavor of ice cream or whatever, yeah. like random questions, just the range of the family history. And after figuring out like which families, you know, knew the most about their history, they were able to go back years later and actually it, after 9-11, right? Like a, a trauma for our whole country. Mm -hmm. They were able to go back and, um, talk with these families and the families that knew more about the random things of their family history were faring better. They were dealing wow. um, more healthfully and positively with the stresses of wow. everyday life and also through 9-11. And they would drew these conclusions that like when we know more about our past and we have this sense of intergenerational story, mm -hmm that we are strengthened. Wow. So yes, we it's important to document our present and our everyday so that in the future, we can look back and reflect and remember. Right. And our grandchildren, also, our kids and our grandchildren, and they yes. will get that. And also those stories from our childhood and our parents' childhood and our parents' parents can be very strengthening. In fact, I have a, a grandmother, it's my great-great-grandmother, Polly. And I was just the other day telling a story about her to my kids because there was some anxiety in my family. And my kids sometimes get really stressed and have a hard time when things don't go exactly according to plan, right? And I was telling him about great-grandmother Polly who worked on a farm and met the love of her life and was getting ready to get married. And as she walked home with her wedding dress that her neighbor made for her, she was holding it in her arms, she saw a skunk. And skunks were a menace to their farms and she knew she had to kill the skunk. Now, I don't know how she thought she was going to kill a skunk, but that was what went through her mind. And so with her wedding dress in tow, goes after the skunk in the scuffle, she got her dress was sprayed. And she couldn't story. get married that weekend because her dress was defiled by by the skunk. But they didn't cancel the wedding. They just postponed it. Apparently to get the way to get skunk stink out of your clothes, at least back in that day, is yeah. you bury it in the ground. And over a couple of weeks, it like absorbs the smell. So that's what she did. She buried her beautiful, brand new homemade wedding dress. And after a couple of weeks, dug it back up, dusted it off. <laughs> way to be on. resilient. No. Well, so I shared that story with my kids. I'm like, look, this is in your DNA. Mm -hmm. That has informed me. It's mm -hmm. part of me. It's part of you. We don't need to let the smallest things throw us off course. Yeah. Were you sprayed by a skunk? No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, sure. Sure. So, See, that's like an example of like stories from our way past, mm -hmm. past generations that can provide strength and, and shape this narrative, this ongoing yeah. narrative of like who we are, where we came from and what we're capable yeah. of. 
And what's special about chapbooks in particular is, this is what I've thought in the past. If I have a family photo album that I create once a year, 2022, 2021, well, what happens to those when our kids move out? But with these chat books, they've got their, the way that we've done it, and I know people do all sorts of different things, but like these are Vivi's and they're Vivi's Aww. and it's got her name right on That's the thing. So she's got her whole little You're pack. So when she moves out, <laughs> I can hold send on them to along a little with bit. Her. But yeah, you know, of course you kind of want to keep it, but you know, yeah. you can send it along with them. And then when they have kids, their kids are going to have a really easy time to go through and say, look. When my mom was four, she liked to play the guitar, like all these things that pass down and you see yourself in them. And so I love that part of it where, um, well, this one, and this is Charlie's. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> I love your showing you know, off. I mean, that's his personality though, right? He's got cross eyes. These are so the good. these are family photos, you know, and of course he's the kid that crossed his eyes. So you would right. easily be able to, and it's not going to take up a ton of space, you know, to say, here's your stack, here's your pile of memories. Now your kids and your grandkids are going to have access to those photos. So you really did fill a need. Yeah. And we live in this amazing digital age, right? And all of this is accessible in the cloud. Gratefully, now we know you can store and save all of your photos and videos. You can even like look at all of your chat books on the internet mm -hmm. and on the app. Um, but there is something about having it in your hands, especially for our kids, yeah. that really is magical. And I love seeing your books there. I also love how, um, like I mentioned in the beginning, chat books was um, kind of born out of this idea about printing your Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I think in the very early days of Instagram, actually, I'm deluding myself. No, it wasn't a real reflection of real life because I put all these filters on it, right? We were just picking the the best of the best. Mm -hmm. But that isn't a true reflection of our lives, right? Life is messy. And I love that you've got a picture of your son there with his eyes crossed. <laughs> he probably would die if you put that on social media for the whole world to see. But it can live safely and forever. Yeah, and they love it. They love to look back through them. So. You have your Mom Force podcast, which I was thrilled to be a part of. You have yes. hundreds of episodes. It's incredible four seasons before we kind of dive in because you asked some cool questions on there that I'm going to flip back to you but Ooh, okay. for people that are interested in the mom force podcast and because there's so many episodes do you have a couple starting spots a couple episodes that sometimes if there's a lot to choose from it's hard to know where to begin oh yeah do you have any a couple that stand out so oh that's like asking I know it's a hard child question. is my favorite no. it's a hard <laughs> well as we're talking about you know memories and the importance of elaborative reminiscing and I'm thinking about an episode that I did with actually one of the psychologists that worked on that research project with us um, she shares a lot of the the research and the science behind it and oh my gosh right now I am spacing her name because I'll put a link in the show notes because that's a really phenomenal one for someone to start with and to have yeah. that knowledge is important so that's great so you have the mom force podcast where there's so many topics that you go through and you have a cool set of questions so I'm flipping it back I'm interested in some photos that you have so an everyday family moment that feels magical that you've captured oh, yeah. in a photo. <laughs> so we talk about the magic everyday moments, right? Mm -hmm. That that's where the real like real family life is is happening. And um, okay, well, I just shared one yesterday. Every Monday, I share a magical Monday moment on my Instagram, and um, I scroll back through the week and just pick one that. of those in between moments, right? Yeah. Um, and actually, the one I shared yesterday was. <laughs> my husband took of me i very rarely get photos of me in my in my camera roll which i want to be better about and i think all moms should be better yeah. about getting in the photo but we were in a zoom meeting for work and i was wearing my glasses and i didn't have my makeup on i had my hair all crazy and he snapped a photo and posted it um of me saying who does she look like and everyone thought i looked like edna mode um he was thinking of some character from harry potter mm -hmm. but i that he just captured that little slice of life yeah. of my everyday life of me just like showing up to work in my like sweats and messy bun mm -hmm. um there's magic in that yeah. and there sure that is <laughs> and it also is a message to other people like hey you can show up this way and you can be an entrepreneur and have seven kids and you can learn yeah. and you can grow and you can figure it out and you can go from having no business to having 150 employees <laughs> Well, and when I look at that photo, like, and I, I hope when I look at it in, you know, 
years to come, I'm reminded of how I was just doing my best to show up. Like I'm still recovering from jet lag. We were in Hawaii last week, so I didn't get up early enough to actually get ready for the day. And because I'm 50 and losing my eyesight, I had to put on my big reading glasses and I'm like gesticulating in this photo actually caught me in like mid action as I'm like trying to convince our executive team of something that I feel really passionate about. And so it captures just that one random everyday moment is so magical because it captures so much. And without like, now that I'm talking to you about it, like it's those things, I mean, even pulling out even more. And so they're solidifying that memory and, and also shaping the narrative of who I am and what yeah. I stand for and what's important for right. me. Um, so you see like how magical. Yeah, and so you have that Monday, even to have that consistent schedule where you look for it, you're looking for the in-between moment reminds us to capture the in-between moments. And I have some that are funny. We went to France for our honeymoon and oh, we only fun. stayed, we were supposed to stay for two weeks and we only stayed for one because it was it was a heat wave. People were dying. So I'm not quite oh, sure. Man. I'm not quite sure. Okay. I, it doesn't happen very often. Elderly people, but we happen to be there in this heat wave. And we're, for, you know, we're used to the air conditioning. They don't have it there because normally I think it's a really moderate temperature. And so this was almost 20 years ago. And we get there is before Airbnb, but we had somehow figured out how to rent a little apartment for two weeks. Well, we couldn't find it. And what do you do? We're in this, I mean, we were like mm -hmm. in our early 20s, the plane drops you off. You're, you've got your two weeks worth of luggage you're carting around. We have no idea where we are. And there's is high stress. There's irritation. What, who wrote down? Who we're supposed to talk to? Mm -hmm. Where is this place? And I snapped a photo of it. And I'm so, so glad I did because yep. it wasn't really the time or place to snap a photo because it was high tension. And but I'm glad I have it because it was a thing. It was you know, the start of our relationship, trying to figure things out. And so over the years, you know, we definitely have. I try and snap those ones where it seems almost inappropriate <laughs> to grab the photo at that moment. But then you're glad you you took it and you made it through. And yes, because. Life is not all like unicorns and rainbows. Like it is hard. Even the beginning of a marriage, you can have mm -hmm. some hard times. And I really feel like as parents, we need to represent that to our kids. Like we need to talk about the hard stuff. Like this mm -hmm. is one of the things that I, mm -hmm. uh, so my husband and I have this ongoing thing. Like we don't fight, you know, we disagree sometimes, but we don't fight. And I'm so grateful for that. And I think it's important for our kids to see us work through disagreements. He mm -hmm. still thinks we need to always have a unified front on everything. He, he doesn't want them to ever think that we don't see eye to eye. But um, I think it's important that mm -hmm. they see conflict resolution yeah. in a marriage and what that looks like. You know, and the fact that you have that photo, you can share with your kids. Like, this is us on the happiest, you know, <laughs> time of our life as newlyweds. But look, we, are, we also right. had some hard time. But we survived it. And we're, you know... Life is just a string. Yeah. I, happy agree, I agree with you. I, I have a friend who, you know, she got married and the husband, they had had a unified front the whole childhood. He'd never seen a fight. And so then when he got in an argument with his wife, they really struggled because yeah. he felt like this isn't how marriage is supposed to be. And right. my parents always got along and probably behind closed doors, there were some things, but they never saw it. So yeah, to work through it and to see. Yeah. And I think that as I've gotten older and I've, you know, as adult, an adult to adult with my parents, like our relationship, you know, they relationships evolve between children and parents. And as I've gotten older, they've opened up a little bit more about their vulnerabilities and some of their yeah. insecurities, where as a child, they were like, you know, stalwart, like unfaltering, like the strongest people. And, and I, and I don't know if that's Amazing. just my I mean, with 12 were, kids, if they were trying to, you know, just put that, put that face forward, but um, there's something, I don't want to use the word magical, strengthening um, in, in knowing that your parents aren't perfect. Yeah. And when my kids struggle with things or are going through a hard time with friends or, you know, a hard time with their own like self-esteem, mm -hmm. I look for those things in my story or in my family yeah. story to share with them, to say like, I, I felt that way. Like, yeah. You feel when the skies open up while others seek shelter, I embrace the rain. Heading to my favorite hike, the raindrops are like a soothing melody, and my vessies ensure each step is dry and comfortable, 
turning a simple outing into a rather delightful experience. Whenever my kids and I are stepping into a great outdoors adventure, I love wearing Vessi's Stormburst boots to capture the beauty of springtime landscapes. Their robust style is perfect for our nature excursions, adding a little dash of elegance to our outdoor explorations. This spring, transform how you view wet weather with Vessi. Their Dymatex technology makes their shoes not just waterproof, but a stylish barrier against rain and puddles. Whether it's a sudden downpour or a planned seaside walk, Vessi shoes ensure your feet stay dry and comfortable. Embrace the essence of spring with Vessi. From chic city walks to adventurous treks, find the perfect pair for your lifestyle at Vessi.com outside and enjoy an automatic 15% off your first order upon checkout. That's V-E-S-S-I dot com slash outside for 15% off your first order. Everyone wants to start their year off on the right foot, and for me, that means making sure I'm eating well and have enough energy to do everything I want to do. But I'm not going to run to the butcher every day to get a fresh cut of quality meat. That's why Good Chop is such a lifesaver for our family. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high-quality meat and seafood delivered to your door on your schedule. Their products are vacuum-sealed and frozen at peak freshness, so you can stock your freezer and cook when you want. We had a somewhat last-minute get-together recently, and it was so incredibly convenient to just head to the freezer and pull out a couple bags of Good Chops hamburger patties to whip up some burgers quickly. They were so delicious. Besides being delicious, it's important to know it won't cost you a fortune either. Good Chops' price per meal starts at just $3.74. Go to goodchop.com outside120 and use code OUTSIDE120 to get $120 off across your first four boxes. That's code OUTSIDE120 at goodchop.com slash OUTSIDE120 for $120 off. Goodchop.com slash OUTSIDE120, code OUTSIDE120. Yes. And so um, there's just, there's so much strength that comes from real life. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the... And when we, when it comes to taking photos and sharing photos and, and like putting together our scrapbooks or our chapbooks or whatever it is, even our social media feed, like you want to be real. Yeah. Right. And yeah. real life has the good, the bad, the ugly, mm-hmm. the ups, the downs, the in-between. Yeah. Something that we've done in our family ever since my kids were little was talk about our highs and lows at dinner time. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was, it was so fun when they were very, very little to always hear the, you know, little kids, they have a lot to share. As teenagers, though, they got a lot more quiet. And, mm. you know, they might have been quicker to share the win of the day. But it's hard to share the things that are hard, hard and that you're struggling yeah. with. But that practice and creating a space on a daily basis for them to open up and, and also learn how to articulate those things that were hard for them. And then give a chance for others in the family my husband and i to say oh i'm so sorry and i had a similar experience you know they feel seen they feel strengthened we could share how we worked through it so they can see that there might be light on the other end of the tunnel um yeah we can normalize hardship i think every once in a while you take a picture of it because yes and i posted one the other day we went kayaking for um for my birthday down a river and this is the second time that we've done it because we're finally kind of like when you said your youngest was school age, we're finally at the spot where we can adventure differently because we have our youngest is sick. So she can do things. I mean, so you're kind of strapped down for a while. You can't take a a baby with you out on the kayak. I mean, maybe some people do, but Mm -hmm. so we went kayaking and she was not having it. I mean, she fussed almost the entire time (laughs) and I snapped some photos and those are the ones I shared because that's real life. And that just reminded me of a photo that I have. My family, with a big family like ours, we didn't go on very many vacations, but we did go to Tennessee once from Orlando to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a handful of photos from that trip. And one of them is me sitting in the back of a canoe, pouting so hard. <laughs> same, same photo that I took. <laughs> photo, she probably took it out of frustration because I remember very clearly that I did not want to, one particular brother in my canoe with me and he was there and I was being a brat. Um but I, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, and you're I, glad that you have them because it does help you remember 
And it is real life. Nothing is easy. I just read Linda McGurk. She wrote a book called There's No Such Thing as Bad Weather. It's a phenomenal book. And then she just has a new one coming out here in October called The Open Air Life. And she talks about how, because she's from Sweden, and there's a whole cultural difference there. But she says they constantly dole out candy. That's what they do. And I was so glad to read that because she said kids are grumpy and they just give them pieces of chocolate. (laughs) You know, out on these adventures. And I thought, well, there we go. That's the answer. And I feel less guilty about passing out a sucker here or there. Here, there. Kids are unpredictable. And so when we take these photos and we share, I think, our piles of laundry and our dirty dishes and our fussy kids, then everyone else feels like, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe I'm not doing so bad. Yeah. This is how everyone is living. That is real life right Mm -hmm. there. It is. One thing that you talk about with the mom force is having a group of women that support you. Mm -hmm. And, And I have that with these years of parenting and young kids. And it has made such a difference to have friends to adventure with, friends to snap pictures of me with my kids, that type of thing. What is your group of women like? Well, I'm really lucky with the big family that I came from. I have four sisters and Aww. I'm the oldest family. It's me. And then there's six boys and then four girls. And then. Wow. And so growing up, they were the little girls. Like yeah. they were cute and they were also kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I became a mother, they were old enough to come and, you know, take an extended stay with me as my au pair or nanny. Oh, so I, what I built my relationship as an older woman um, wow. with my sisters through that way. And they have since become my very, very best friends. And as they are, you know, now all mothers, we wow. we are each other's go-to anytime. Some- and now your kids can probably go help them with their yes. little kids. That's an interesting thing about family and that sometimes, like I would imagine that your mom probably felt bad that there were six boys in a row and that you didn't get a sister until most people maybe would have stopped having kids altogether, but you didn't get a sister for so long. But then there was a huge gift in that because when we have our kids, we need so much help and nobody wants to help you except for other kids, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. because everyone else is overburdened. It's like um, if you're trying to get someone to work in the church nursery, it's like the moms don't want to do it. They don't, you know, they've already been the yeah. kids. All they're week. like, I need a break. But you find a 12 year old or a 14 year old mm-hmm. and they're going to come in because they love that. And so what a, what a cyclical gift to have had the family. I'm so grateful for way. the family that I grew up in. And, and yeah, my sisters are my best friends. They're my go-to mom friends. I've also got a handful of friends that we you know, kind of raised our kids together. We had, I didn't yeah. live near any family when I was a young mom. And so these friends were basically my adopted family. Yeah, they're your lifeline. Um, Yeah, and but I know not everyone has that. They don't have sisters. They don't, some people have a really hard time making friends. And so being able to have an online community of like-minded women who we're all going through the same thing and cheering each other on and supporting, it's been such a privilege to be part of that. Well, you have that with your Facebook group. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Facebook and, and, and through the podcast where we, Get, yeah. get expert guests like you, Jenny, to come <laughs> answer some of the tough questions and help navigate some of the hard things on on mom life. That's that's what we're all about. Yeah, that's really. But we inspiring. can also but we can also be a force for good just in our own communities. Yeah. Like we're all had that experience where we're standing in line at the grocery store and you see a young mom with kids melting down. Right, yeah. like we've all been there. How how do we lend support in that moment? Yeah. Um, like that's just I love just challenging challenging us to like. Yes. Get off of your phone in the grocery store line yeah. <laughs> and even just give a smile or a knowing yes, nod I or actually just read this, a helping hand. Yeah, I just read this thing. It said, not everyone waves, but everyone waves back. Oh. I thought, oh, that's really powerful. Be the one that yes. waves. Be the one that extends a smile. Be the one that invites. And I just love that. I know we're running out of time here, but real quick, can you tell us about the chat books that the nitty gritty, which is not nitty gritty, it's exciting. <laughs> what are the options? This is coming out near the holiday time. So you guys have month books, monthly minis, classic photo yeah. books, canvas wall tiles, Instagram series. If How do people get started? Okay. Download the Chapbooks app. Mm-hmm. If you have photos on your phone, 
that we and we all do yep. it is so easy to make books through the app and as i think about coming up on holidays chapbooks make the best gifts yeah and in fact we've talked about the power and the benefits of looking at photos for families for young kids how it makes moms feel like they're doing a better job um, but also grandparents like yes. that is a really new phase of life and as i'm watching my own parents get older and older and i'm entering that phase of life myself I, you know i was 50 i'm not a grandma quite yet but there is that power and reflecting and reminiscing like that's really important for grandparents too as they start to maybe even feel like a little irrelevant or memory starts to slip being able to hold on to the moments and the milestones of our life in photo books so easy to do greatest gift for anybody on your gift list um but as we talk about the power and everyday magic those everyday moments in uh in your month books like we're all about the subscription right yeah something's better than nothing sub subscribe and forget it whatever all of those yeah. things um check it out yeah, yeah. You, say, you say it's the hands down easiest way to print your photos straightforward pricing which it is it's economical and i think when someone comes from a large family there is that thought of we want to make sure this is economical you have premium paper even you talk, talk about being toddler <laughs> we have a toddler guarantee, in fact, <laughs> because guarantee. we say that uh, moms, parents are our customers, but the kids are our real consumers. And like Aww. literally the toddlers, sometimes they eat their books. So <laughs> yes. they are. And you guys did the coolest thing with this latest set of hurricanes of people had lost their photos that you were replacing. And so just such a fabulous company, Vanessa. I'm so Aww. thrilled that we got this chance to talk. We love our chat books real quick because I know you got to go. Uh, we always end with a favorite outdoor childhood memory from your childhood obviously it won't be the canoe oh, but something gosh. else maybe the mermaid <laughs> but we already shared those so you have well i grew up in florida and so we were outside all of the time and i because i had all these brothers i mean i love to fish and I probably would have gotten into fishing without all the brothers, but they helped me get into it. And there is a photo of this moment. I remember so vividly when we got out of school for summer, we would set our alarms and get up at the crack of dawn to get all our gear together and go down to the pond and we would fish all day long. And my mom snapped wow. a picture. When we came home from our fishing adventures, we are filthy. We look like we look like a bunch of homeless children. But I remember so fondly spending those days with my brothers on the pond wow cooking worms in and wow catching fish and uh, i just yeah i love that vanessa thank you thanks for following your heart and creating this product that like your son our kids can clutch onto that that really helps them to cherish their childhood that helps us to feel like we've been better parents and that gives us ways to connect with the generations that have come before uh, this has been such an awesome conversation Oh, thank you for having me. I love talking about how we can strengthen our families. And I'm so grateful for all the work that you're doing, too. Thank you. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy The Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of The Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy.